Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hi, my name is Landon. This episode of My Mommy's Podcast is sponsored by The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss. It's the group coaching program that God gave to her to lose her weight. If you would like to join, go to SherryCapilla.com to get on the emailing list so you can sign up to the next time she opens enrollment. Meet, which is soon. Okay, I need to get back to my Legos now. Now back to the show. Bye. Hey, you. Welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to talk about how we sometimes lack faith, how we have disbelief, and how how we kind of carry that around with us, even in weight loss. And so I want to talk to you about this because as I was wrapping up reading the book of Numbers, I was just blown away of how how a lot of the Israelites, the ones who set out on their journey, they never even made it into their promised land because of their lack of faith. I mean, they lacked faith. And even though they had a dream, excuse me, even though they had a dream, they lacked faith. And so they never made it into their promised land. I mean, God had put a dream into their hearts and blessed them with the means of, of ending their slavery. Yet along the way, they just got really hyper-focused on what they used to eat when they were slaves and how good it tasted, despite the fact that they were a slave. I mean, I think I probably, this is probably my 10th podcast on this exact same topic. I don't know why this is such an epiphany to me, but it just reminds me of me and you, of our weight loss journey, of how, you know, we have this dream in our heart, whether it came from the, the world or it came from God, we have this dream in our heart to be restored in our health, to have our youthful, you know, energy and our ability to go do things and to get down on the floor with our kids and to chase our little boy in the yard and and to just put on the bathing suit already not for a swimsuit contest but to just get in the lake with the kids hello I'm talking to Sherry Capilla here (laughs) but when we're trying to do this despite knowing that we can do all things through Christ to strengthen that strengthens us according to Philippians 4 13 we can do it we know but our flesh feels so real and we like those Israelites just so totally long for what tasted good what feels good what's comfortable all the things so we're just like them we get so hyper focused despite having this dream in our heart and this meal plan in front of us we just get so hyper focused on the flavor and the way things used to be despite the fact that when we have those yummy foods, we're slaves. Like we're totally held captive, right? I mean, what you do in your everyday life, that's 
could that be you acting out disbelief if you are struggling with weight loss? I had to ask myself that. Like, Sherry, what I do in my everyday life, is that me acting out my disbelief, my lack of faith? And that was like major for me because I'm like, you know what? I never want to lack faith. I never want to have disbelief in what what I can do with Christ inside of me. Lack of faith, specifically in weight loss, manifests in our lives when we start prioritizing pleasure over a little bit of discomfort. We start prioritizing comfort over discomfort. We start prior, prioritizing pleasure over pain, you know? And, and let's face it, we're not even talking about pain. We're talking about not drinking the Mountain Dew. We're talking about not having the bottle of wine when you get home from work tonight. We're talking about not getting on the couch and watching the Chrisleys all night while you ask your kids to pop you a bag of popcorn. Guilty as charged. Totally full disclosure. <laughs> We're talking about watching TV. I mean, that's, you know, just sitting down and doing the easy things, looking for the easy button. That's one way that we walk out our lack of faith when we don't invite God into our weight loss journey. Or even doing things, just thinking about myself, even doing things that gave me pleasure because in doing them, I was just avoiding the difficulty. You know, like, I would do anything to avoid doing what I needed to do. Like, for example, let me think about some. Um, cleaning every surface in my house, organizing every single drawer that needed to be organized right away above and beyond prepping my food, right? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Sorting every cupboard, um, planning every single little detail of things that don't need to be planned to that level of detail. All of this to avoid planning my weight loss, to maybe avoid reading about what it means to you know, follow Whole30, for example, which, yeah, that's the meal plan I totally recommend. Um, or, you know, to avoid planning the meals for the week or even buying them. Like, look how we have it so good. Like I can sit my butt in my sitting room with the beautiful sunshine coming in with an amazing cup of hot cup of coffee and I can grocery shop on, online and drive to the store and somebody else puts it in my car. I mean, like we practically have life handed to us on a silver platter. Yet, if you're anything like me, you still will continually and perpetually avoid it, right? I can't be the only one. I mean, so I would do anything, like even avoid planning the meals, avoid buying them. And then you know what? Sometimes I would buy it and I wouldn't even eat it. Like I would just waste $100 on all this produce because I would think that just by having like some kind of weird vegetable osmosis, just by having spinach in my refrigerator, I was going to be skinny. I mean, come on. As you can see, sometimes the things that we do are a means of procrastination. Like that's how we self-sabotage. We are avoiding doing the things that we should do. But you know what? If you've been following me, you know, girl, I love me some James 4.17. Like when you know what you should do and you don't do it, even in the form of procrastination with weight loss, that is sin to us. I mean, wow, Sherry, I'm, I'm just so thankful that God has woken me up to that. And if that's sin, girl, that is not from God. And if we don't do it, is it, 
you know, like, is that because we think that we can't do all things through God, or through Christ? Who's, I mean, is it? Because I don't ever want to think that. I never want to think that Christ living in me isn't the strength that I need because it is. Or is it because, is it because we don't want to? I don't want to. Because girl, guess what? A lot of times I don't want to. We, we secretly like being prisoners because you know what? Let's face it. Just like the Israelites, the food back in Egypt is good and the routines are familiar. I mean, maybe that's it. I mean, where's the hope in that? Where's the daily joy in that, right? I mean, God promised the Israelites a beautiful new home. And it was just on the other side of doing hard things. But in order to do it, they had to move their bodies and crucify their flesh for 11 simple days. Wah! You and I are no different. We just got to get off the couch, do some hard things, order things online, pick them up, make them, make them imperfectly. doesn't have to be a perfect Pinterest refrigerator. Do it, you know, really kind of haphazardly if you need to. Use a can of canned chicken to make your chicken salad if you need to and just get the compliant mayonnaise and stock up on the fruits and veggies. I mean, like, we only have to do this weight loss thing for a short period of time. I mean, look at our lives. Our lives are 80 years. If we would just do hard things for 90 days, I mean, you know, it's equivalent to the Israelites' 11 days. But they couldn't do it for 11 days. They wanted to simply wake up in their new home. We're just like that. I don't know about you, but I want to hit the easy button, and I want to wake up tomorrow. When we get back right after this quick commercial, I am going to give you my closing remarks on this. All right, welcome back. So here's the revelation. Like I was saying before the commercial break, the Israelites couldn't do what they needed to do for 11 measly days. They wanted to wake up in their new home. And guess what God did? He banned them. (laughs) And it had me wondering, holy smokes. I was going to say holy tamale, and I thought, I don't even know what that means. Holy smokes. God banned them from the very thing he promised them, their promised land. Could he ban you from yours? I mean, I remember having that revelation a long time ago, a couple, two, three years ago, where I thought, you know what? What if this is the last time God's going to go with me, give me the strength to do what I need to do, to trust, to have belief that he's with me? And what if I don't do it this time? What if I'm destined to flail and live in my fat pants? I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you know what? I can't escape what God's word says. It was because they complained and they had unbelief in their hearts. It was the condition of their hearts. And they still kept doing that God was with them. And they still kept not doing it. And their not doing it was a perpetual walking out of doubt and unbelief. So God banned them. Could he ban you? I want you to get real with yourself and ask you that question. I mean, I don't know. I just, that to me was an absolute revelation. Maybe you already have realized this and maybe you're already 
seeing that your inaction is really just a way that you're walking in disbelief, in unbelief, really. And, you know, your inaction, my inaction is a way that we act like we're just prisoners. And we're just a little bit, we need to wake up to the fact and realize that sometimes we feel a little bit too lazy to step into doing the hard things that God is asking us to just trust him and to do. So my encouragement for you today is to, to make a plan, pick a meal plan, become a subject matter expert to it, like read about it, understand it. Don't wait to be complete expert to the point of certification. Just know what you can eat, know what you can't eat. Step into it, make a plan with it, identify the boundaries as the narrow path. And remember this, obedience and disobedience carry inevitable consequences in this life and in the next life. You can do it. I know you can do this because I've done this. God is asking you to do the hard things that are only hard in the very beginning and to trust that through the process of going through all of this, you really will start to see that his grace really is sufficient and that you really can do hard things through Christ who strengthens you, even in weight loss.